0: International Broadcasting lives on 508.5, the big one, WTWW. Please stand by as we get ready to launch another episode of this Reality Radio Cafe Cast with your host and my husband, Denny J, K5DCC. 5,
1: 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Ignition, lift off.
0: Now, grab your glass and get ready to fill it up with some radio on the rocks.
1: Vehicles pitching downrange. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Digicom Cafe for another episode of Radio on the Rocks, my reality radio cafe cast. Did you miss us yesterday? We were too busy planning our new video podcast yesterday didn't feel it was proper to put that on a podcast it was way loose (laughs) we had fun anyway but and then my mic level was bad so we will miss from time to time but we're here stand by for a very exciting episode coming up soon on video you'll get to see how good looking Jim is (laughs) (laughs) and I will have to get dressed comb my hair brush my teeth
2: I trimmed my beard today.
1: Just for this, huh?
2: Yeah, just for this audio broadcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We had uh, some visitors last night. I don't know if you uh, saw some of the automated posts about so-and-so has joined the cafe on Orion, but uh, Timothy was there and Logan was there. They were quite amused and stunned by Debbie the Digibot. First, that's right down Tim's alley. He loves that. Although oh, he, yes. didn't care for her. he didn't care for her voice as much. He says, the voice on my platforms breathes. <laughs> 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 I said, well, too bad. She is what she is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, well, there might be an enhancement coming along down the road.
1: I doubt it. <laughs> Uh, and we had our grandson here for the uh, evening and the night. He spent the night with us. And so I wasn't active after about uh, eight o'clock. We were here in the shack watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> oh, that's
2: a fun movie. Isn't I it? remember it well.
1: Yeah. I don't it- remember it well, but I remember <laughs> watching it several times. So I can never remember all the details. Well, now that I
2: think of it, I th- I think I'm thinking of a different movie, actually. But,
1: this is you the know, one with Dick, Dick Van Dyke.
2: At, at, at some age, the, the movie plots just blend together. <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. Well, I'm surprised with all the gizmos and things that he invented. There was no radio. Can you believe that? Uh-huh.
2: Just, It's impossible.
1: Mm. So speaking of radio, did you order your seventy three hundred yet?
2: No, not yet, but it will happen soon. Perhaps next week. Well you'll have I'm, every,
1: and everything I'm thinking all lined of, for it, won't you?
2: I think I'm I think I'm gonna get back into CW as well. Because I think it will be easier for me
1: to hear. That's true that's true speaking of uh, hearing things uh, I've got a few more platforms for you
2: oh no I don't even have a pencil handy
1: well we do I- need to get you on Zello
2: so is that a iPhone app or what is it yes I wonder and, if uh, I downloaded
1: it Logan has his I- own channels you, you've got to keep up with the Logans, and the Johnsons here. Yes, I already downloaded it. Well, see, I thought you were in there. It said you were uh, requesting a friendship thing yesterday. I told you about that, and I accepted. Oh, see, I'd forgotten all about that. Yep. <laughs> so you, you're already there in the group.
2: Well, I'm. I'm on. I've got the Zello app. I don't know if I'm in a group yet.
1: Or the channel, um, they call them channels over there. Channels. So if you've got it up and running and and you can uh, touch your screen and interface with all that stuff, um, well, look for n- a new channel. You go to the channels list.
2: Yes, see I see. Plus no channels joined. Okay. Yes. So there's so a little blue plus.
1: And then you'll have some options. To search for the cafe. All right. And I want I've got some wo- others there. I want you to join too. One word or two? I believe it's uh, one word. There it is. All right. I want you to also look for a couple others. That now, wait a minute.
2: Do I have to do anything except just click on it?
1: Click on it. And you'll see a ad at the top or something. you want to add that?
2: Oh, yes, add. See, I thought there would be something to do. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. Uh, also now they... To... Go okay. Ahead. Go ahead. I want you to add International Radio Network. International right. Space Radio Space Network. Just a minute. These are all my favorites. International what? Radio network. And you in the audience can do that too. See, Daniel's already here this morning. He's already on Zello, very active. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Daniel.
2: Good morning, Professor Jim. Good morning, Denny. Yes, I see you are tipping uh, Professor Zello. Yes, I'm on this. Yeah. Is I Zello heard heard for me. is Zello for hams or for anybody?
1: Anybody,
3: anybody.
2: Okay.
1: Hey, if we can be on it, anybody can be on it.
2: Well, I just wondered because this this SIP phone, this uh, SIP phone, yeah, the the thing you pointed me to yesterday, you have to be a ham,
1: right? That is Ham Shack hotline. That was created by hams for hams. They did for a period have uh, non-hams there, but they changed their mind because so many were using this to connect to real radios, and you can't have non-hams on the air. So it's like EchoLink. By the way, EchoLink has an update. Did you hear uh, Logan talking about that? No. Give me the update. I don't know if they actually improved the service, but they added a feature. They added a CQ feature, which was kind of unique. You know, in fact, last night uh, on our club net on uh, UHF here, I I uh, picked the topic of DX pileups. Have you ever been in a DX pileup? Well, if you've not been involved in HF, probably not.
2: No, I haven't.
1: And Daniel, he's he's over there in Africa. I don't think they have enough people on ham radio to create a pileup. Have you ever heard of a pileup, Daniel?
0: Oh, you definitely
2: have heard of a pileup, but I've never worked them because I run very low power. Right?
1: Yeah, well, it's a challenge. Uh, back in the day when the bands were really hot, you could hear these uh, literal pylons. You'll hear a, a rare DX station call on CQ and all of a sudden you'd have a million people transmitting at the same time on the same frequency, and the poor guy just gets buried. He struggles to try and pull out some dis- discernible call sign, and they do this for hours. So I was talking about the tricks and techniques of making a contact in a DX pileup. But anyway. So I, uh, I, think, uh, I
2: think I would just, you know, if I, if I was trying to do that and there was a pileup, I think I would just go read a book.
1: <laughs> well, that's a tip he won't make a contact but, <laughs> <laughs> but calling cq is uh is a uh, kind of a rare skill these days you i don't really hear people call cq anymore everybody just uh tunes across a band and if they don't hear anything it's dead and uh i saw a, a video by eric of ham radio concepts that uh gave me a, a real good tool to know if a band is open. And what you do is you program all of the frequencies for FT8, put them in memory, and then you just flip the dial. And if you can hear an FT8 signal, the band is open. So then, then you need to call CQ, but people don't like to call CQ. So anyway, an link. a lot of people get on echolink and they want to make a contact, but they don't really know how, because you've got several different Uh, Identities there you've got the individual identity with their call sign you've got uh, Links You've got repeaters and then you've got conferences And so to to bring people together they've got this new feature called cq and you set up a little Profile okay. I want to talk to somebody in south africa who has a beard and a beautiful smile (laughs) (laughs) And you call cq and if someone that fits your criteria is on They'll match you up, and there you go. You can have a contact. I thought that's kind of unique.
2: Well, you know, a- after not being on HF for 50 years or so, I, I silly me, I thought I was going to have to call CQ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: on Echo Lake. Yeah, nobody's going to hear you. No, I mean on a HF. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you will, and, of course, your uh, radio voice will just draw them in, you know, like a minnow on a hook in the water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so more channels to add to your Zello deal A uh, friend of mine, Ray uh, Has several channels Called ZMR Which stands for Zello Mobile Radio And each one has a frequency Kind of unique It's it's like a cell phone frequency 851 So the busy one The popular one is ZMR space 851.4
2: Wait a minute. Uh, Let's see. We're looking for channels, right? Okay. And I'm hitting the plus sign. Add by channel name. Okay, go ahead. What's the channel? ZMR
1: space 851.405. Excuse me. Daniel, your lunch looks delicious. Excuse me. I'm burping coffee here. Oh, amateur
2: radio operating practices and procedures are to be used and followed here on the ZMR group. Yeah. I guess I better learn what
1: those procedures are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one thing you need some more experience in. Well, okay, and been out of, of it s- for 50 years. Yeah. ZMR space oh I and mean, what, 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 what
2: what what you want me to do another one or right, hang on oh, yeah, he's
1: got he's got a he's got a few of them
2: okay z m r in fact space. if you
1: just do z m r you might even if that search might bring them all up
2: all right let me do that no results Fine. found for okay. z just
1: z m r yes you have to be specific so z m r space 851.065 51 a. April 6. There's a, I think I have two bots bringing in the weather on top of each other.
2: <laughs> a little overdone. All right. right. Can I out? put can I put
1: my phone down now? <laughs> or do you have more? No, so, one more. All right. ZMR space 851.900.
2: All right, just a second. Uh, ZMR space eight five one dot zero zero dot nine zero zero. Oh, that yeah. nine dot nine
1: zero zero. <laughs> so I, I'm uh, one of the admins on the International Radio Network, and of course, oh. my cafe one. And uh, Ray's channel is popular, most popular one, the uh, 405. I have a lot of friends over there who were visiting quite a bit yesterday and told them about our Cafe Cast and our upcoming video podcast. And uh, Ray, who is a re- kind of a semi-retired truck driver, he builds antenna mounting uh, hardware for truckers and for regular vehicles too, but. He's got this little business he does at home. They're really quite the useful uh, product. In fact, I said, you know, we need to bring you in as a guest on our video podcast and you can show us your your uh, office there, your, your uh, factory, your manufacturing plant, which is just his garage, I think. And he was very excited about that. So I haven't gotten the actual confirmation, but I said, let us get started a little bit and uh, we'll bring you in as a guest and you can... Show us what you're doing there. We can help get some attention to you. So, I think so
2: the last channel you had me get requires a password, and the instructions for getting the password were truncated, so I couldn't read them all.
1: Actually, you can find them on uh, on Ray's QRZ page, I think. I don't yes, know
2: the I, I did see a reference to QRZ.
1: Okay.
2: But then I would have to know his call letters, wouldn't I?
1: It, well it should be in there, isn't it? Well in the about maybe. Let me see. In N9C, I think it's
2: N9KGC. All right. K G C
1: now why that is uh, set up that way is because that is tied to the International Radio Network's Friday night all mode net. And that's that one's for Hams only, so Okay. It's actually going out over the air, and it's using All Star Link and everything. Kind of I,
2: I see he's area. from Evansville, Indiana, so he can't be all bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's probably next door neighbor. You don't know. Almost Evansville. How far is that from you?
2: Oh, there's a a new extension of an interstate between Bloomington and Evansville, so it, it would be oh maybe three hours. Okay. It's in the southwest corner of the state, and we're sort of in the middle of the state.
1: Okay. Well, if you want to bring up 851 uh, I'll give you a little tutorial
2: here on how to mm-hmm. use All so? right, now I've got to pick up my phone again. No sooner <laughs> than I put it down. <laughs> All right, now. Okay, I'm, I must be able to get a list of. Yeah, why Use
1: the now, back button. There, you'll see list. You'll see a, list, you'll see a, a channels. Menu channels
2: Okay. Yeah. Now, which one? Which one?
1: Go to the four hundred five one. All five right, four hundred
2: five. And make sure
1: that 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 little on button is green. At the top. it is. Good. Then you're on. You've got this big round yellow circle, orange circle. Yeah. Okay, and down below that, there's a a. Green thing it says available, right?
2: Um, wait a minute. I'm not quite in the right place. <laughs> yes. No, all right. Now, okay. yes, if I'm you, connected.
1: If tap, yep. yep. If you tap on that, it'll cycle through solo, busy, available. So if you're I in see. available mode and you have a bunch of channels open, you will hear all conversations from all channels in order of when those transmissions happen. So you'll be bouncing through all of your different channels. You won't be able to carry on an actual conversation that way. But if no one's there, there you go. So if someone's transmitting on a, excuse me, another channel, and you're trying to focus on your conversation here, then you tap it and go to solo. Now all of these conversations outside of this channel are being archived. You'll be able to go back and listen to them.
2: Oh, I see. All right.
1: And if you don't want to turn off the channel so that you're still able to record those things, you tap it again and just say busy. Now you're not going to hear anything. To go back and listen, up in the upper right-hand corner, you see that bubble? Yes. Tap on that, and there is the conversation archive list. So you just tap on one, and you can start catching up on the conversations.
2: It says messages are being saved open history options that's all it says.
1: Oh, you don't have any yet. So, once you're in that section, though, you'll see across the bottom, the right one is conversations, that's highlighted in blue. It'll tell you give you a number of how many conversations have not been listened to. In the middle, you tap on users, and that will show you a list of all the users in the group. And you'll see a lot of people have their call sign. The hams will have their call sign. So in your profile, set that up with your name and call sign so they know who you are. And oh, uh, I see. In, this, in this, you can tap on an individual name and then uh, have a one-on-one conversation. Now, if you look at the list, you'll see your names in there yeah. with this uh, symbol beside it, the left of your name. That tells you you're not trusted yet. A lot of these channels the admins will have to trust you before you can talk for everybody to hear usually the admins and moderators will hear you but nobody else until you're trusted so we will have to get uh, ray or someone over there to trust you. in fact i will do that i don't know i i don't think i'm a moderator here i want to see if i can uh, be the one to do the trust so here. so how would you
2: talk to anybody if you're untrusted <laughs> that's just that's just it you won't
1: you get only get to it's a, it's a chicken and egg thing well oh hey there's Daniel. he's over in the cafe some of my friends should be over here i'll just throw out a quick call here k5 dcc good morning guys and these guys a lot of them are out working they're, they're driving that the was
2: that was wonderful audio coming during...
1: Yeah, isn't that neat? There's, there's George. Hey, good morning, George. Uh, we're doing good here. We're live in our cafe cast, and you're our first guest on ZMR. <laughs> we brought uh, Professor Jim Brown in here, W0RLD, but he needs to be trusted. I, I don't know. Are you a moderator here?
0: Just give me a
1: second here. You'll see him there as Jim Brown. And uh, if you could trust Excellent. him on the other two, also, you can't hear Jim right now because uh, I've got him in my headphones. <laughs> but he'll be in the channel here soon to uh, identify himself. Uh, <laughs> I just
2: got trusted.
1: Him. Oh, wonderful. So now you just push and hold that button. Yeah, well uh, now, now I he's have to
2: find me. the button again. All right, so okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is Jim Brown W zero R L D. There
1: you go. Uh,
0: I got him on this one 65. Um, uh, to Get ready. do trust him on that. He's the only one to trust him. On, uh, He should be out sometime if he's not listening now. Ray, if you're out there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, nice to meet you there, Jim. George, I'm in uh, Florida, north central Florida. And I'm headed to central Florida to do some uh, an upgrade for uh, IP over POS. These uh, dispensers are all getting put on IP addresses, networked into the network. So I call them workstations outside.
1: Those are gas stations he's talking about. There you go. Back to you. Nice to meet you, George. George. So
2: uh, I'm just getting on Zero Zello for the first time. Uh, eventually we'll figure this out. Uh, Denny has. Uh, an operating mode of the hour for me to explore and this is the first one he's had me explore today.
0: Oh very nice. Very nice. Yeah. You uh you enjoy it. Um it gets pretty active out here sometimes like yesterday was pretty active all day. Yeah. Um But each day is different, so different subjects, different things going on, so, Uh, yeah, so this is, this is our, like, our home channel, we all meet at, and then, uh, and then people come and go, break away, get on other moods and stuff, and uh, there you go. Did you take them to, uh, did you, did you nerd yet, there, uh, Any? now, uh, I guess digit are, uh, they're linked to all the other modes too now, so, uh, I did not know that one. I went over there one day and, uh, started talking like normal, and they told me, yeah, we're linked to, uh, DMR and VSTAR and this and that. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if you've been over there lately there, uh, Denny, but, uh, yeah. They don't have too much going on over there anymore. I used to go on up in the mornings over there and then the afternoons and mid morning to afternoon in Digicom Cafe and um you know, over here now so I travel around too, so it's it's a lot of fun.
1: Well, thanks for being our guest this morning. <laughs> George and I have known each other for a couple of years now. A lot of us uh, got our first uh, introductions back in the, uh, IRN days, international radio work days. And, uh, of course, since then many of us have split off and got our own channels doing our own things and good bunch of guys, very knowledgeable in all these digital modes and, and, uh, from all over the world from as far away as South Africa. And that's where I met Daniel too, is uh, through Zello. You're going to love this platform. Excellent audio, easy views, uh, very unique features, a diff- little bit different than some of the others. So you'll, you'll get into it, and you'll make some uh, lifelong friends here. This is a great platform. So for those in the audience, uh, we're talking about Zello, a push-to-talk app for your phone. And, of course, nowadays, a lot of people are using push-to-talk uh, radios with a button on the side. And so it's like radio. It is radio. It's using uh, cellular frequencies. If you're home, it's using Wi-Fi, some of which are actual in the ham radio frequency. So, and, But there's been an ongoing debate about, is this really ham radio? Well, maybe not, but it's, uh, it's basic elements of radio, and that's conversation, making friends, uh, talking all over the world, but with excellent audio quality. So uh, we love it. Big fan base over here on the Zello platform. We're gonna let you go, George, and continue on with our cafe cast. but if you listen this morning, you'll hear our conversation here. I'll let Jim say goodbye to you here and then we'll move on. Uh, K5 DCC. go ahead, Jim. George
2: uh, seven three, thanks for coming back to me and and uh, approving me so I can be heard. And uh, I'll look forward to talking to you on down the road. W zero RLD clear on
1: Zillow. Don't let him get his final.
0: All right, there, Jim. Hey, nice beating you, and uh, happy to have you anytime. And uh, I'll catch you later, Denny. As a matter of fact, I've been trying to get on your on the uh, the website, and I guess I had to sign up and uh, I tried to sign in, and it, it keeps putting me into the uh, page to join or sign, sign in, so, but uh, yeah, I'll take it out, and the, uh, uh, and I did uh, I got the uh, the cafe on Zello here, so I got it turned on We'll catch you later, man and uh, thanks for dropping by It's K4GJM and uh, we'll be on the side
1: Alright, thanks, George God bless, we'll talk to you in a little bit K5DCC Clear on Zello on the ZMR, Zello mobile radio channel, 851-405. Anyway, that's uh, Zello. I think you're going to have a blast with that. A lot of us monitor it all the time, and my cafe channel has got, what I think I saw 19 people in there. Um, but the conversations yesterday were just very, very interesting. We were talking about that uh, nano VNA. We've got some very bright folks out here. In fact, uh, the conversation was so fascinating that I actually ordered one. i might have one of them. You ordered what? That nano VNA. Remember the one John was talking about? The antenna analyzer? Oh, that thing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that is $54. These you MFA have- antenna analyzers are over $300. And this does yeah. really more, I think.
2: Well, actually, it's I I took a look. I I, I looked into that, and it's a fascinating little gizmo. However, you will do the, uh, um, what do you call it? Calibration. I think you'll do that multiple times.
1: You're right. Because, for
2: example, if you calibrate the instrument. And you did you order the little calibration gizmos? The, it's the all shorting part of l- the kit. Oh, it's part of the kit. Okay, good.
1: Yep.
2: So, what I've learned is um, let's say you calibrate the instrument, but then you have uh, a little coax adapter to go to your handy talkie. Well, you have to put the adapter on the instrument and recalibrate it. So, right. every little change that you right. do, like a coax adapter, you have to recalibrate.
1: Right. Well, the expert has just entered the building. John, uh, you must have that uh, nano VNA down pat. How, how is it when working for you? You got it all figured out? Come on in.
3: Nano VNA is awesome. Awesome. It's amazing. It's uh, it, it's uh it's the new revolution dude it's like uh it's like a multimeter for a radio uh, yeah. and antennas it uh, does what a digital oscilloscope could do just about and um, you know the, the the ability of that thing it's been around a long time but they cost like a thousand dollars and now all of a sudden you cost Seventy-five dollars, and what it does is it it's able to measure resistance, capacitance, and inductance, Um, and by generating a signal, uh, it can do amplitude and phase. Which you can get a three hundred dollar s to measure your signals SWR meter. That doesn't do. That doesn't send a signal and doesn't measure your phase. Doesn't measure any of that. So it's it's pretty amazing the uh calibration i think is a little misleading is that it's because it does so much you have to calibrate it down to what you're looking at you know yeah you're calibrating it down to a certain degree um and it it may technically need to be recalibrated every time but i i've i've turned it back on a day later and used it uh and i if it was reported, I'd recalibrate, but I got the same numbers. If it was saved and we used for the same basic antenna um, and, and for the same calibration, but it's, it's basically all you have to do is learn the word stimulus means put in the frequency and, and calibrate means use those three little things that take, I mean, they don't take, but a second, you just, you hit calibrate, it says open, and you got the round one that's that has nothing in it. It looks like an O. You put it on, push the button, zip, you take it off. You put the next one, it's called short, and it's got a little short. Yellow Thomas on it. And then you put the third one in, and, <laughs> it, and it really quick, really fast. Hello? It's an amazing instrument.
2: This is heat.
1: I think I'm gonna mute uh, Jim. There, yes. we don't want his pers- personal conversations going out over the air. I'll spare him any embarrassment. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's awesome. And I understand, like you say, you can. Uh, I, I got the wrong one. You kind of stepped in the way there. So, <laughs> anyway, I understand that uh, the uh, oh, get this right here. That, like you say, when you, once you got it calibrated, you can save that like a profile. So you just go to that safe profile and, and start using it. Right.
3: Pretty much. I mean, I, I I recalibrated it when I was, when it was uh, something important and I was going to make a decision about the length of the antenna or something, but the measurements always end up the same. Um, but I'm just getting to know it and I've only used it for SWR, but it's got so much more with the Smith chart and, uh, uh, the, the log mag which returns the loss does the return loss of antenna signal and um, you know it and then you know doing the phase um, and the smith that gives the linear and the phase plots combines it plots it out for you and, and you can hook it up to your computer I hadn't gotten it in the hook to mine but Neither have I gotten many programs in mind, but I'm sure that Jim will get hooked <laughs> to his computer. He's got a new uh, new computer, but um, then you got the whole thing on the screen.
1: Yeah. Eric of uh, Ham Radio Concepts just uh, released a, a review video on it, and he was showing how you can have all these different graphic representations that come up in a different color, all overlaying each other, including the Smith chart.
3: Right. All
1: four of them can overlay. In fact, that's when you, crazy. When, when you first do
3: it, you cut off all but one just to get used to it. Like cut everything but SWR off, and that's wow. what I did. And then I do SWR, and then I start playing with the Smith chart, and then I start playing with the um, log mag, which is. Uh, yeah. But but because I've I got the
1: MFJ antenna analyzer.
3: But to be able to just see it across the whole spectrum, like if you want to, like with my antenna, I was like, well, if it's not, if the SWR is not good for 40 meters, where is the, the, it good? And so you can look and find somewhere on the whole scale that my antenna was hitting resonance or very low SWR. And then once I realized it was at an antenna that's longer, then you just need to know. Well, then I just short my antenna. But, 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 because you can see it all the way across, it gives you a graft all the way across whatever spectrum you want to sh- do it. And then you have to, of course, put in the ratio so that you'll know how how far to break it up. Like, I mean, if you if you've got it where, um, you know, the 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 vision of, of what you're dividing, like a graph. I mean, if you only have, if you're measuring um, something in, say, miles, and you've got it every half a mile, then you're not going to see much difference. But, you know, it's like with this, it, when you break it down to a smaller segments, then you can see better where you are and what you're doing. And it's just, it's, it's a pretty amazing little thing. for 70 bucks, you've got, you got more than you can do. Uh, the only thing is, is they say, be careful. Some of the ones out there just aren't as good as others. Some of the companies just, you know, I mean, just like anything else. Uh, there's not, there's not a standard. I mean, you, you go to some place that's a reputable electronics place and they're probably, whatever you buy from them is good. Of course, you'll probably pay a little higher pro- cost, but uh, you know, you kind of look at around and, I just Googled what was the best company to make them and, um, and then bought it from that best company.
2: So, so could you put a link to that in the in the text? Oh, absolutely. Or,
3: absolutely. I'll get that for you in just a minute, Jim. Thank you. Sure.
2: Sorry, I, I had to uh, go away for a brief uh, phone call that from my physician.
3: Oh no problem! Everybody has to do that. But yeah, I'm glad you're talking about it because it's a it's an amazing little thing we can learn together more about it um, as we go
1: along. Uh, as sorry, you. sorry guys, my uh, internet just dropped. In fact, even the uh, regular phone cell cellular. Uh, wasn't connecting. I don't know if uh, somebody crashed into the tower and knocked it over. Or what? I'm on the phone now. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get anything to work on the computer, and then I tried on my phone. It wouldn't connect, so I had to go out to cellular. So I'm on the iPhone studio now. Oh wow! Did I miss anything?
3: We were just oh, talking I- about your personality.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's a, a, I just, per- It's probably a good thing for your self-image that you were not available.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I told him, I told him, no, that's not Denny. He's a good man. Don't, don't. (laughs) I said, I don't Uh, care what anybody says.
1: Denny's a good person. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are nuts. (laughs) Anybody that hangs around me is nuts. (laughs) And I, uh, I experienced the same things that, uh, Jim, you were talking about the other day relative to your kids and grandkids. You know, when you're trying to show them what you're doing and what you're interested in, they just kind of raise their eyebrows and, oh, here he goes again.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, the classic is that for a birthday or Christmas or for something from my son, I got a custom sweatshirt and on the just a line of text – and it says, if I am talking, you should be taking notes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, I, I really loved what Timothy said. Did you see his very creative comment in our conversation the other day? He couldn't get his mic working. That was that was perfect. He, of course, he's a, a blind ham, and so... The only way he can maneuver around an app is with the voiceover feature. And so he and I worked extensively at trying to figure out what he was hearing when he was hovering over certain parts of this telegram app. And uh, we found out that this whole bottom third where the buttons are when that particular overlay is there does not register anything. It It sees it as nothing. No voice comes out and says, okay, push the talk button or tap to unmute. So he's totally lost. So the comment he made was, if I'm talking, you should be listening. And here's his <laughs> word. But what if I'm talking, and you don't hear me? That's what they call <laughs> a bad transmission. And then he said, that was uh, coming from uh, a blind ham.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I had that experience. He, he told me to turn on the voiceover and you guys are iPhone users, so I don't know if you've ever tried it, but it, it drives you nuts. And you can set the speed of the voiceover, so you, know, you don't want to wait forever to get the information. If you can understand it at uh, 30 words a minute, <laughs> you put it there, and you'll hear some of these guys when they're uh, talking to you. They'll be touching their phone, and you hear this. <laughs> you can't understand it, but they can. And they know exactly where their finger's at. So they're their experience is to memorize, from what they hear, what the screen looks like. Can you imagine that?
2: Wow. You know, there's some other interesting things that you can do with an iPhone in the accessibility settings. And One of the things that, that I did, because I frequently make a screen grab for various requests, and you can set up your iPhone so you can simply tap the back of the iPhone and it will do the screen grip. Did you know that?
1: Yeah. You can program that to do whatever. Yeah. and I, I, Mine does it automatically when I'm just tapping my phone. I'm not even thinking. And all of a sudden the screen changes. And I'm going, what's going on? Oh, yeah. I double tapped my phone. <laughs> 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 I
0: didn't so anyway, know that.
1: that- yeah. I thought you would. You're an
3: iPhone guy. Yeah, but I just, I usually use push the buttons and do it. I didn't know you'd tap it. Yeah. Yep.
2: You can go into the, the accessibility settings and, and there's uh, various things you can do by tapping the back of the phone.
1: I didn't know that. That's great. John, that link Learned you just posted there. Thank you, Jim. That uh, link you just posted, uh, the Nano VNA, that's what that I was looking work? at. Yeah, I, did I tell you I ordered one? Oh yeah, your VNA?
3: No, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, we had a conversation oh. on Zello. If you're not on Zello, you need well, to join Zello too and join. You'll, you'll enjoy our- it. It's.
0: Yep.
2: Now it says it there's there's a, there's a I mean, picture there that shows you can
3: link. It just shows how the different color. Overlap.
2: Okay, so you can hook it up to a mobile phone, presumably an Android phone. Or you can hook it up to a PC, presumably Windows. (laughs) 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 i got to read more about
1: this. Yeah. There's uh, several good reviews on YouTube. Uh, like I said, this recent one was done by Eric of Ham Radio Canada. <laughs> so, uh, but if you guys ever are bored and uh, want to have like a game, uh, just put your phones in Voiceover, close your eyes, and and explore some of your software and see how challenging it would be to do a certain thing. But oh. there's a, there's always a way to cheat. For example, once you get into it. It's hard to get out of it. And then Timothy, he says, I've got a way. I'll I'll help you. Don't worry about it. So I'm playing around, and I say, i got to get out of this. How do I get out of this? He said, just ask Siri to turn it off. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> <laughs> and you can ask her to turn it on, too. You don't have to try and find it. So. I see uh, Bob Haven Strait is in this morning. I'm um, good morning, uh, Bob. How are you this morning? Oh, real good. Thanks. Yeah,
2: good to join you all this morning. You Don't come here to learn, huh? huh? You what? come
1: here to learn, huh?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, just kind of get your brain stimulated here. Get <laughs>
1: trying to get thinking here a little bit. You know? Yeah. Well, you probably but you were in yesterday, so you heard all of our conversation about the video podcast. I don't think John knows about that yet, but uh, Andre is now our producer, and he is doing a fantastic job pulling this off, putting it together. We did a little test yesterday. thank goodness it wasn't on the air because I was still in my bathrobe and my hair was a mess. <laughs> Jim looked good, but
2: <laughs> anyway. I, I had i I had to just turn my monitor off so I couldn't see anything. <laughs>
1: Well, anyway, someday this week uh, we are going to launch a video live video podcast. It'll be streamed live, and then obviously recorded and shared somewhere. But we're using Twitch and OBS Ninja, and uh, Andre's coming up with a beautiful layout with background, and he's using my intro video and outro video. So it's it's going to be top drawer, I think. So you guys get your video cameras up and running because uh, we'll be bringing you in as guests from time to time too. He can have up to, I think he said five people, right, Jim?
2: Ah, uh, I, I could. I don't think I heard that. So whatever you say must be must be it.
1: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Gonna be fun. Well, let's see. Uh, anybody got a what-if story? I know John's got quite a few. Uh, John, you want to take it today? What's your what-if story of the day? Um, let me see.
3: I was, uh, I shared a couple just to kind of throw it out. Uh, unfortunately people didn't realize that, but, um, the, um, you know, I was thinking of like the magnetic poles of the earth. I didn't realize they moved until, I mean, I knew they moved a tiny bit, but they're moving like, uh, I don't know. Was it 25 miles a year or something now or 20 a mile a year? I don't even know. But anyway, they're beginning to move and you know, that, that, I didn't realize how important magnetic poles were for the earth. They just are really significant. I mean, so many things depend on. So what if, what if we had a flip-flop of our magnetic poles or we went to, at one time in the history of the world, there were like six magnetic poles and they fought against each other and and they didn't. uh, And so then you didn't have the, the magnetic field to protect the earth. So what would happen? What if we lost our magnetic poles? You know?
2: Well, here's here's a disastrous effect that would have. The art world would be turned on end. And here's why. The location of the magnetic north pole is a very important technique of dating old paintings, specifically frescoes. Frescoes are painted on church walls, typically. And back in the day, certain colors used uh, magnetic oxides in the coloring of the pigment. And these are painted on a wall, so the wall doesn't move. The painting... It's not framed. It can't be moved. And there are instruments that can read the orientation of the uh, magnetic molecules in the paint. Now, since oil paint goes on a little bit wet, uh, it doesn't dry firmly for quite a while, those iron particles align themselves to the north a magnetic north and so that's a dating technique for old frescoes to see how old they are and if the poles were reversed that technique could no longer be used
3: wow that's interesting
1: you know the sun flips its poles real regular too and that's uh Part of what i think uh, affects our our earth too in fact there's a, there's a video i'm a fan of a youtube channel called veritasium an element of truth science and engineering videos and there's an excellent one there uh there's a there's a name for this thing it, it came about from some uh, experimenting up on the space station they uh, gotta find this anyway what it, what happens is uh these items that are spinning will at prescribed moments will flip totally 180 degrees and continue spinning there's a term for that i can't remember but i think that's what they're saying is happening with the earth too it, it's flipped before and it uh, it's it it will flip again i don't think we'll lose our poles but it'll just be the opposite how that's going to impact us I, i'm not sure
3: well it's moving at but about i'm going to put recent- the link Recently, it started moving faster. It's about 30, 35 miles an, a year towards Siberia. So the North Pole is moving towards Siberia. And that's going to be interesting.
1: Well, they say that GPS, uh, like for aircraft, GPS has to be recalibrated because of that, too. Did you know that?
3: Right. Of course. Yeah, it has to. Uh, yeah. It's all dependent on on the North Pole.
2: So let me just add one brief addendum. I forgot to, to tell you how that dating process works on these frescoes. And that is just what John mentioned you know, on Denny too. The movement of this magnetic north pole is known, just like you can go into an observatory and you can see the, the stars at any date in history because the equations are well known. So the the movement of magnetic north pole is well known and it can be uh, the location of the north pole can be located back to a particular year in history. So that's how they use that dating technique.
1: Cool. Uh, They call this uh, the Zanabekov effect. And you can can experiment with this yourself too. Uh, They've got Like uh, the tennis racket theorem, which was uh, something that was developed by some Russian, I guess, quite a while back. But you can experiment with it. You take a tennis racket, and there are three ways of rotating that thing along the plane. So basically spinning it or holding it uh, uh, perpendicular to the ground and tossing it up and trying to get it to spin once and catch the handle again. And the other way is to have it face up and try and spin it and that you can't do that it won't spin 180 degrees it actually makes a flip at the same time every time you do it you give it a try i was experimenting with our kids that way i said now try this just throw it <laughs> hold it straight out flat and toss it up and try and flip it once and catch the handle and if you put like a colored piece of paper on that side it will next when you catch it be on the bottom because it automatically turns at the same time as it's flipping and that's in this video. I just shared the link here. The barb bizarre behavior of rotating bodies. And so I think that when, has when a lot you, to do with the.
2: When, when you said you were ex- experimenting with your kids, I thought it, initially you were throwing your kids up in the air. <laughs> the
1: uh, do I have to be that detailed? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, watch this video. This is fascinating. And, and all of the guy's videos on his Veritasium site are just they're fascinating. I love science. I love physics. But that's a good—that's uh, a good question, John. What if,
2: excellent, excellent question! Would it,
1: change, would it would it change our world? Any, do you think? In well, in terms of we, how we live,
3: if we went to several poles and if we lost any of our magnetic protection, then we'd be in trouble. Our magnetic protection protects our Earth from a lot of radiation. And uh, so if we went to like two or three poles or five poles, or whatever, and they fought against each other, then, you know, that's, that would be a problem. I don't think it's going to be a problem if the North Pole moves to Siberia. Uh, I think it'll be kind of weird that our compass is so far off from from true north, but I don't think that's going to be a problem, even if it speeds up 100 miles. But the catch is, what if it, it changed and flipped and, and we lost the 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 full the full of magnetic uh, protection would be an issue. That would be a major issue.
2: Well, yeah, you know when you're working with a compass and a paper map, um, you have to adjust the compass uh, some. Uh, East or West of Indiana it turns out the zero declination line runs right through Indiana. So <laughs> that's convenient for me when working with boy Scouts, but if you move to the Western States or the Eastern States, you have to make an adjustment in your compass heading, uh, because of the orientation of the North pole. And I, uh, since that movement would be known, it, it, you would just change the declaration, uh, declination settings and it wouldn't be a problem. You could always reorient your map.
1: Well, think about this. Isn't all that affected by the rotation, the spin of the Earth on its axis? And if this is the case, doesn't that mean that the Earth is kind of wobbling? What would happen if it got far enough off where it was rotating the axis was going through what we now call the equator. That would affect weather, and it would affect everything. Well, so and it, it would... It com- seems to me it, it means that the Earth is wobbling a little bit.
2: And it would completely... All those people who have sundials in their backyards to go <laughs> out and see what time it is, it would throw yeah. the, the accuracy of sundials haywire because the... The gizmo that casts the shadow that allows you to read the time on a sundial is called the gnome. And the upper uh, surface, the upper edge of the gnome is oriented to the axis of the earth. And so if all that changed through wobbling, the sundials would no longer be accurate.
3: Well, we, we might open up a business opportunity for us to go around and fix people's sundials.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yes. We could open up an oh, institute man. for sundial research.
3: <laughs> Sounds good.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a professor. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, Well, this all just kind of makes me think of uh, how amazing the universe is, and it's so fine-tuned, and if any one element changes, it it really does affect kind of everything, and the balance that we live in daily that we just uh, take for granted and trust. To me, it all speaks of a creator, a designer, not the chaos of just, uh, you know, it just happened, but...
3: Yeah, I mean, how fast are we moving? We're moving 460 meters per second through space. That's pretty amazing. I mean, we're moving 1,000 miles an hour through space. I mean, I just don't have a concept of moving at 1,000
1: miles per hour. I think we move faster than that, don't we? At least 1,000 miles miles a minute.
3: that's probably the
1: rotation. An hour or um, an hour or a minute. So, are no, the astronaut.
3: That's just the rotation. That's just the rotation. Oh, oh, okay,
1: gotcha. Earth gotcha. moving
3: through space. Yeah.
2: Are so, the ast Are the astronauts in the space station moving faster than we are? <laughs>
1: that's oh, a good yeah. question. And all this fits into time. You know, we talk about sundials. Uh, it's interesting how. Mankind has developed all these systems of time. What is time? Well, in Indiana,
2: Indiana is a state that's very confused on time. (laughs) Because the state does not have a uniform time. There are certain, most of the state goes with Eastern time. But not all. There are some counties, uh, for example, the counties adjacent to Chicago will go on sh- central time. And there, there's some other counties, I think, in southern Indiana that go on central time. So and if you're traveling around Indiana, you never know what time it is.
3: Wow, that's crazy. Well, uh, Georgia, the, the, they passed... Uh, part of congress passed a bill saying that we're going to be daylight savings time all the time but a state can't do that a state can only decide if it wants to be either join daylight savings time or be or not join daylight savings time so i think they just did that for fun just to kind of I don't know what, but Georgia's uh, – we, we like to do fun things anyway in our Congress and uh, interesting stuff and crazy <laughs> stuff. But in um, any case, um, it's um, – you know, the question is, are we going to keep with Daylight Savings Time or not? But Indiana, gosh, that's crazy. you got Central and
2: – Oh, and, Central and Eastern, yeah. And
3: Eastern, gosh, too. And then what about Daylight Savings Time in there? Is anybody not, not follow it or do they all well, follow
2: uh, it? where I live, we do follow it. And so it's always an issue as to whether, whether you actually try to figure out how to change the, the time and the clock in your car or just wait six months. Yeah. We've I, I, for that. one, I, for one, just when the, the time and the clock in my car, does not change when daylight savings time changes. I just wait. I make a metal adjustment for the time. But that drives my wife crazy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, how about this? You know, we've kind of explored the Hebrew roots of our faith. Uh, We've hung around a lot of Messianic friends. And, of course, uh, the big thing there is Sabbath, Uh, sun down to sun up. On, uh, starting on Friday and I was always thinking well what if what if you lived in Alaska yeah you know, that's right how, how does that affect the Sabbath obviously it's, wow. it's centered on an Israel but you know they, they make it such a legalistic thing well we've got to observe the Sabbath now the sun has gone down well what if it doesn't <laughs> what do you do
3: <laughs> wow
1: have you what? thought about that John
3: well, I, I did think about the fact that I was backpacking in Maine two years ago up in North Maine uh, above Bangalore, and uh, it it, uh, it you wake up about four thirty, I mean sunrise is at four thirty, so we're out hiking at 4, five o'clock, and the sun stays around a long time. It's it's kind of amazing thing. I mean, all of a sudden you just got this early early mornings and these long days. And it's just wonderful. But again, I never thought about in terms of faith. That's that's crazy Uh, because I could I could definitely I had never really had the concept of what it was like in Alaska until I was in Maine and the sun was rising at uh, something like four thirty. I'd have to check the numbers, but it was about it was early, early for me. But that was good because we like to get started early and get a rather go slow and, you know, and and then, then try to rush our day on the hiking so it's better to pace yourself so but but gosh it made me realize gosh this really does happen this because i mean if you moved, you know a few hundred miles more up to alaska this would be a really i mean it would be a long long day
1: <laughs> talk about insomnia
3: <laughs> really absolutely that would be crazy i i yeah i had never thought about that in terms of faith of people that's that's interesting yeah
1: Well, this has been another uh, fun morning. Thank you guys for uh, checking in. And again, as a reminder to those in the audience, you can all join us here by just going to mycallsign.com, K5DCC. It'll get you right into our Radio on the Rocks Cafe cast chat group and stuff. And uh, by the way, the chat part of it is very handy. We can share links and different things. If you're in the audience and maybe you don't want to speak and be heard, you can always just type a question down there. We'll see it and and consider it, so uh, it's just a very free-flowing uh, reality radio cafe cast And we've uh, got a lot of good friends here, again stay tuned, we'll be going with a live video stream here Probably sometime at the end of the week, and thanks to our good friend Andre on, over in Romania Very talented young guy, so uh, y'all have a wonderful day, stay radioactive And check in with us anytime, we kind of monitor this channel throughout the day, you'll find find somebody to talk to. So thanks guys. Have a blessed day.
2: 73.
3: 73.
1: 73 from South Africa.
0: 73.
1: Hi, this is Extra Class Amateur Radio Operator K5DCC. I just upgraded to my extra class last year. You know how I did it? I used HamTest online. Did you know that HamTestOnline Online is the top-rated study program on eham.net? 97% of reviewers gave them 5 stars. They have more 5-star user reviews than all other study methods combined. And success is guaranteed. If you fail the amateur radio license exam, they will refund your subscription. It's a no-brainer. You pass the exam or get a full refund. Try it for yourself at hamtestonline.com. Hello cafe Denny J here, in the beautiful Ozarks of Northwest Arkansas, out in the country, 25 miles from any large city. Out here in the country, we struggle to get good internet. Maybe you have the same problem. If you live in a rural area, you don't have many options. It's either satellite, or DSL, or cellular. And believe me, we've tried them all. Just recently, I was more than happy to pay the penalty to get out of our satellite service. Latency was horrible, and for amateur radio communications, the delays were up to five seconds, and uh, you've probably experienced what that's like. Our DSL service was also very unreliable. We rarely got the speeds that we were promised, and it kept dropping out. But now I think i found a service that we're going to love. It's called Visible.com. It's a company that's owned by Verizon and kind of a pared-back service but works beautifully for my situation here, out in the country on 15 acres. Visible.com offers only one plan. It's unlimited everything. Unlimited calls, text, and internet at slightly slower speeds than their top drawer plan at Verizon. But it does use the Verizon network. Go to Visible.com and use my referral code, three november 37 november tango also to get your forty dollar a month bill reduced to 25 you need to be part of a party pay group you can join me in our digicom cafe party you will find the link to these things down in the show notes here along with links to our digicom cafe community portal which is a facebook alternative Also our Telegram community where we have text and voice chat. And also our live Cafe Cast here in the Digicom Cafe. So get your line at visible.com. And again, use my referral code and join our party to get that bill down to $25 a month. Thank you for listening to this radio on the Rocks Cafe Cast. We
0: invite you to join our Mighty Network's amateur radio community at members.digicomcafe.com.